Welcome to Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah. So is this where I school you on all things nerd? Well, I think you have a better memory for some of the details, but I don't know if you're more a nerd than me. You are 12. I am 12. Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah, because what else are you going to do for the next 45 minutes? Two, two, three. Just to talk about the experience. If you're wondering what this crap is Check. coming out of your speakers, One, it's Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah. Hi. That's it. That's, she, she <laughs> put a razor point on what I was going to babble for five minutes oh, about shut and, up. and try to explain. This is the cohabitation files. <laughs> yeah. Um, what is this? Uh, five days, four days ago, I moved my pillow here. Yeah. You had your pillow here for longer, technically. I moved my good pillow here. Your good pillow. Okay. That, that's the, the line then, I guess. That's the line. It wasn't the keys that she got a couple months ago. It wasn't the pillow well, she had here Well, the keys were kind of cool, and the pillow that months. was here I could live without, but I brought my pillow. I'm I'm here. in, folks. She's here. She's she's trapped. And I haven't right. punched him in the throat yet, which is a no, good thing. No, well, okay, so we've, we've been hinting probably in a couple of other shows that uh, Sarah is moving in with me. Uh, cohabitation, as we say, in the 21st century. And, uh, you know, equal partners and all that feminist fucking bullshit. And <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> Edit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we, we've finally taken the plunge, and um, I guess we're going to talk a little bit about it, that experience and... What led us to this insane decision, because it is kind of an insane decision. We really haven't been seeing each other too terribly long. I have an escape plan. It's all good. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, I do not. And we had at one point discussed maybe me moving in with her. And I kind of got myself in trouble by being pragmatic and being like, look, you got friends around here. <laughs> and if this doesn't work out. You have places to go, and I have a cardboard box. I have lots of cardboard boxes, thanks to my garage sale gloat. I could build myself a nice little homeless mansion if I need to. The yes. There you go. If it really comes down to it, I'm fucking He's set He's a cardboard box by the mighty Genesee. Yep. Which <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not do during the winter, but... Um. Oh, what happened? Oh. Right, stop it. I already, Zero joy. I already adjusted you. Stupid computer. It's Cortana. She hates me. That must be it. Don't even say her name. Don't you? The, 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 she who must not be named is known Cortana, Lady Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, back to the non topic at hand. Um, yeah, so we, we've actually known each other for over a year now. We, we can gauge our, our relationship pretty much by The Walking Dead now, which is convenient. Um, yeah, unless it ever goes off the air, then I'm fucked. As far Remember as anniversaries. Way back when? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's cool. So it's not like we've jumped into this, you know, after oh, knowing each other for a couple months or whatever. Um, but it was kind of out of mutual necessity, and and we decided that you know if you're two people who are broke AF. Kind of yes, <laughs> had a lot to do that we'd be lying if there wasn't a financial. You said there wasn't a financial element to this although i'm not contributing as much financially as she probably will be and hopefully she's on her way to getting a new job since the overlook is the overlook is closed for the winter yes the winter and uh i might be working with another two true freaks personality maybe 
Hopefully. That would be nice. Um, I fed him, so maybe he'll just. Yeah, well, I'm hoping he took some of that, that chili job. to work today and <laughs> like see what she can do. I almost suggested it, but he's he's, he's been he's hurt himself. Yes, I spent again. yesterday slaving over a hot crock pot. <laughs> oh and, my god! And I made chili. And uh, and I'm, now I regret it because I fed chili to a man and I need to move out now. Oh no! I, I just told her a little while ago that she needs to tackle me if I go for another bowl of it because we've made like ten gallons of it, literally. It's a three-gallon crock pot. It looked like ten gallons. I don't know. I've never been. And very then he sent a bowl next like door that. to the Mister Ratnick. Mm-hmm. And I, I almost got to go on record. I'm not just blowing sunshine up her skirt. That was at least as good as my mom's chili, if not better. And that's like a mortal sin in anyone's family, or damn well should be, because moms is always the fucking best. Um, but <laughs> I am a mom, so well, that and yeah, so that qualifies, so that gets me off the hook a I'm little just bit not there. Your mom, right? Because that would be icky. <laughs> Very. Um, yeah, <laughs> Besides the fact that you're older than I, don't I think am. the Supreme Court's ruled on that one yet. So, <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, it's just my, my mom, you know, she's getting on in years and, and she likes her food, food a little milder so she doesn't heat up the chili enough and I like a little bite to mine. Um, we can probably squeeze even a little more of that pepper juice and, and that shit, but it, it was good. It was, uh, used some sausage and there's like at least three different cows in there, um, that we slaughtered for it and just, you know, cans of tomato sauce and just done upright and I'm, I think I'm going to keep her. <laughs> <laughs> get crock pot chili like that even once a year. I'm doing I haven't pretty forced good for him myself. to eat my meatloaf yet, so uh, there you, you go. You can't really. I've never met a meatloaf I didn't like. So. Meatloaf in my house, we called it punishment. Well, you told me your your methods for meatloaf, and they, they interested me a bit. So I'm all open for meatloaf, too. I told you what it is, and I have to kill you. <sighs> right, yes. Well, no, I just have been sworn to secrecy. you got a non-disclosure agreement that I'm signing right now. It's cooked in a cauldron in the front yard, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't judge me till you've written a mile on my broom. <laughs> For you know, you Conan nerds, it yeah, it resembles the the big pot in Thulsa Doom's uh, palace there. With they know what a cauldron is. I know, they know what a cauldron was. But my 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 point was Thulsa Doom's cauldron <clears throat> had various people trying to get out of it because they'd been chopped up and put in there, you know, or an arm would float up every now and then. So. Her chili doesn't really have arms in like it. Like the squirrel I'm in the kidding. Pot. Yeah. Or was the squirrel? Was that the, the tough stuff I was... Because <laughs> we have... We did have one fatal squirrel accident out here, so somebody took the meat. I don't know how or who, but... I filleted that little bastard. Did fine. He was gone pretty quickly. Yes. <laughs> and all of a sudden she wants to cook, so eh, who knows. He got himself a redneck woman. <laughs> Take me to bed or lose me forever. Show me the way home, buddy. Yeah, I'm not sure how I ended up with a nerd. Yeah, we were just discussing that today, too. And, uh, <clears throat> I am well-versed in the art of redneckery. Yeah, and, and you were duct tape. saying a friend of ours uh, who lives in Florida was just uh, messaging you, and she's a freak as well, and will probably listen to this podcast. She better listen to this podcast. I was telling you about her, her new relationship. and Oh, it's over now, so. What? It's over. You're kidding. Oh, oh, it was good, but it's over. Oh, okay. Well, that was short. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, well, that's okay, because, yeah, he was crazy as a box of hammers. Oh, but not in a good way, okay? You were saying, yeah. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> anyway. Maybe we'll just move on from that topic and edit that out. Maybe. Anyway, we pointed out the fact that she got the nerd and or no, she, she got, got the, the redneck, redneck and, and I got, the, got nerd. the nerd. And that's 
polar opposite of where we used to be. So. Anywho, our relationship, um, I, I like, I think it's going well. I don't even have a gauge for these things anymore. If you're still here, it's going well. <laughs> you haven't killed me in my sleep. We have a ladybug in here visiting yes, us do. today. Holy crap. Wow, wow, something shiny, and he just got yeah. off topic well, again. Come on back. It's, uh, it's the beginning of November here in upstate New York, and we're having ourselves a little un-PC Indian summer, a Native American summer, I guess. It's we, 70 degrees. Yeah, and that's fucking... You know, as we talked about in our Halloween episode, occasionally you, you did Halloween in a snowbank around here. So for us to have 70 in November is kind of a little event. Uh, and what, we got up to a little 80. We had like yeah, we a were national 80, yeah. Yeah, we were 80 high. yesterday, day before. Yeah, or not national high. I'm sure it's warmer in Florida. But for this area, we broke, we fucking destroyed records. So that was cool. Yep. And it's all, I've been thinking about this, it's all kind of a perspective thing, but I've been like sweating like a fucking pig for the last two days. Yeah, that's perspective. Because it's, I have no control over these things. You know, because it's gotten up to the 70s again from the 40s and 50s, so it's like, but when I was back in the summer and it was in the 80s, it doesn't seem like I was even sweating this bad. So Because you had the air conditioner on every waking moment. Well, that's true too, but that's... You, you know, had a refrigerator in here. I'm a modern man. I like my conditioned air. What can I say? <laughs> and I have overactive sweat glands because I'm a large male. Uh, no. Air conditioning is better for everyone. Let's just put it that way. So, moving into <laughs> your apartment was kind of, um... Yeah, this is interesting. <laughs> well, not, not so I much interesting as, as horrifying, I'm oh, sure. And I, I made no illusions about... What kind of slob I am when she, you know, before she moved in or made the decision to move in. Uh, but I did tell her I was willing to be molded and, and have this place destroyed and rebuilt in her image. Yeah, I moved into a bachelor pad. Yeah, of course. I've been a bachelor for freaking... You know, I was pretty much a bachelor even when I was seeing the last one because I only saw her every four months or so. <laughs> so. Yeah, um... So it's yeah, it's hard to get out of. I haven't. This is scary shit for me and for her. I'm sure. I mean, she was married for many years. Um, I was married for many years, but I have not lived with somebody since I left my wife like six years ago. So it's it's weird, you know. Yeah. I, I had a situation where I was like the boyfriend on weekends and lived at a person's place basically for you know three or four days a week, but that's just a totally different animal. Uh, so it's going to be major adjustment for more, you know, I mean, definitely for you because you're moving from a house to an apartment, you know, which is like the equivalent of one room of your house. Yeah. <laughs> she hates the kitchen. I hated the kitchen when I there's first no moved There's no counter space. There is no counter space. This place is I awful. I have a cutting board that I put on the stove top. Yeah. It's, I it's want pathetic. to firebomb this house. Uh, when I moved in here, I was like just kind of so desperate to for a place at that point um and i had the money to search around but i just i i before this place i literally lived in like a boarding house situation which i've told you about but not our fans and uh fan sorry that um, one person yeah, there, candy. Okay. hi candy um, and <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i moved you yeah, i was living with like six other men you know about my age middle-aged um most of them I got along with fairly well, but this one guy just fucking had it out for me from day one for some reason. Another guy was a 
very violent drunk, you know, who was the nicest guy, you know, classic violent drunk, nicest guy in the day, and then the full moon comes up, and with the Jack Daniels sign across the moon, and it's all over for the whole household at that point, and things get broken, and, uh, you know, there was just other situations, and it just ended up being just bad, just bad, 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 and uh, so, yeah, I fled from there at the first opportunity, and and as I'm looking through this place, I'm just like, I'm the only one here. Okay, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> so, I didn't kind of notice that we had a bathroom that I could barely even fit in. You know, our kitchen you can't cook in, so it was... I had a, a five-bedroom house with two garages and a pool. Yeah, yeah I really should have made a And now I live in a closet I know, where yeah. the man with scary, scary sweat socks that keeps showing up in the corner. One of those socks growled at me this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I chased it with a broom. It snarled. <laughs> <laughs> you have firearms, you're safe. <laughs> There's nothing here that's, that's too dangerous. I'm afraid to shoot the sock because I might hit the woman who lives downstairs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She She's a nice that. old lady, I like her. Mm -hmm. So anyway. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be fun. Um, it is fun. I need shelves. Yeah, there's definitely some things. One of our projects I'd like the to do... The walls are naked except for his framed restraining orders from various people. <laughs> various celebrities. <laughs> yeah. We're just talking about yeah, a case against Drew Barrymore that's still pending. Um, Cease and desist orders all over there. Yeah. yeah, I need shelves. I have things. Well, yes, we need to start doing that. We, uh, I told her one of our projects I'd like to do this weekend is um, get some fasteners and shit that we can actually hang stuff on these bare walls because I'm the kind of person I, I love having stuff on walls and I'm just never motivated enough to do it or can't decide what I want. I have tchotchkes. Okay. Good. I have 2,600 square foot of tchotchkes. Alright. We need because uh, we got this one beautiful sign she bought for us. I bought her some uh, some signs that I can't mention because it will reveal Sarah's real name um, <laughs> that I found out on the garage sale trail. Um so yeah, and I got some stuff. Sarah from, is my real name. What's wrong with yeah, you? Whatever. You think our, our candy's, <laughs> candy's not an idiot, and she knows your real name, so don't front. My one fan. <laughs> yes. Um, what is this crap coming out of my speakers? Why are you doing this to yourself? I was had to listen to my friend Candy on the country station. I, you know, that's crap coming out of the speakers. I'm sorry. I love her show. <laughs> I love her show. I love Candy as a DJ, but. Still not a great fan of the country stuff. She plays Zach Brown for me in the morning. Yeah, when she knows so. I'm listening, it's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. I told her I'm a work in progress. <laughs> and Bold this, you like silly putty. And that's fine, man. That's that's what I tend to do. You know, when the, the old adage about behind every good man is a you know, great woman or something to that effect. Which a shocked mother-in-law. Which is, yeah, <laughs> just kind of like... It's kind of a sexist cliche at this point in society, but I mean, it, it, there's some truth to it, and I'm always am at my best kind of when I'm with somebody else. I seem to be more motivated when I have someone else to care about. So, and I'm hoping that she'll her presence in the bed will. I have this problem where I just have these bizarro dreams, probably nothing to do with my video game habits. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> 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 everyone's being chased by zombies after playing Daisy the other night or anything. Um, you know that I thrash around and injure my already fucked up back. So, so you're you're hopefully therapeutic in that respect that I can't thrash too far. Although you like shrink when you sleep. I don't know this. 
This woman is, takes up the least space in a bed of anyone I've ever been with in my life. Thank and, you for sharing. No, well, <laughs> it's, it's a good thing. I'm just, I'm saying. Yeah. Just me and the wall. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Because I've, you know, slept with... There have been very few women I've been able to sleep with. I don't know about you and your, you know, how your marriage went or previous people before that that you slept with, but I've always had trouble sleeping with other people. So. I found myself, after 20-some-odd years, missing the snoring. Yeah. When, when, I, when I lost my husband. I, yeah. I, I couldn't sleep where it was silent. Yeah. And uh, now I have you. Yeah, I was going to say, at least we know I've I and, make up that. And, uh, yeah, you that are a chainsaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can put away a log or two of yourself on a good night there. Well, honey. you know. Uh, but look, I'm, I seem to be able to sleep through that, too. Um, I do not snore like your last girl. No, you do not. Um, she is the one that has been able to wake me up with her snores. I'm pretty certain she won't be listening to this, so we're cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, she was a little scary. She reminded me of my mom, and not in any creepy fucking Freud way. Get off. Just you know, loud. Mind out of the gutter. Very loud. Um, yeah, and my mom is like that. My mom can shake the fucking rafters of heaven. Let's put it Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty sure you're all going, what? Yeah, his, his last girlfriend had been a very dear friend of mine for 30 years. Yeah, I wasn't even going to reveal that tidbit. But that's okay. Um, yeah. Well, they're wondering how I know she snores. <laughs> oh, well, true, yeah. Well, I thought you were the same way you knew what I watched for TV before we well, revealed Well, yeah, I looked through the this. window. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, what a tango web we weave. <laughs> <clears throat> but, yeah, and, and all parties involved are cool with that now, so whatever. Um, shit happens. You know, shit happens for a reason, I kind of believe, so. She wasn't the one. You might be. Who knows? You're wearing a Marvin the Martian fucking t-shirt right now. So how could she not be the one, folks? Right? My girlfriend is wearing a Marvel Marv, Marvin the Martian t-shirt. My favorite all-time characters. They're shattering kaboom. <laughs> See, that's the beauty Run of podcast. Run for the hills. You'll be up to your armpits and muscles. Yes. My Illudium Q36 explosive space modulator. Well, back to the old drawing board. So once I corral your rogue sock mm-hmm. that snarls at me. Of course, we don't need a guard dog now. I'm just going to put that sock by the front door. Yeah, you know, because the attack cat is useless. Uh, <laughs> unless she's attacking me while I'm doing something. <laughs> <laughs> You've somehow managed to put up the I don't want a cat near me shield since you got here. More of a dog person, which I used to be. I just had this, uh, you know, talk about culture shock. I've, I've got two new women in my life now <laughs> after not having any for a while. And so, yes, a, a small cat adopted me not too long ago. A black cat. Lucy Aria McTonin. And, um, yep. And so uh, she's been interesting and, and she's a joy most of the time. And then... As all cats, she goes completely insane at the very worst hours of the day and, you know, makes my life hell, but... That's my job. That's your job, too. (laughs) So, now you have less... My crazy side shines bright like a diamond. (laughs) (laughs) Uh But, you know, I I can be pretty nuts on a good day, too. That's all right. We'll get through that. We actually had... We we had a couple little spats a while back. Because um, you were a dick. Because I was a dick, absolutely. 
because I was having complete freak out over this. We were both freaking out over this. Um, you know, I think we were both freaking out out of even being with someone again. Because that's always a new transition, too. Because I don't know how the fuck to act anymore. Because <laughs> I haven't had the best... You know, you've had a much better uh, track record with steady relationships, obviously, than I have. I only made it ten years in mine, and pretty much knew it was done after about three. So... <laughs> So at least you you've had you had some that stability in your life for that many years, which is cool. Which I'm hopefully counting on you. Probably took me the first five years we were married to train him. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. No, I I think I'll be a quick study. I'm at the point in my life where I'm I'm not I'm not going to try to resist too much because you know I want to keep you around. <laughs> oh, then, you silly, silly man! I know, so I've been told. If you were smart, you would run. That's what she keeps telling me, and and she doesn't understand that that's like challenge to me that's you know i've got this white knight syndrome it's like oh she's she must be saying this because you know somehow she's damaged so i have to f stay around long enough to fix that and that always ends miserably but <laughs> this is gonna end bloody i'm trying to stay optimistic yeah but, uh, well this is the kind of thing when we were talking about this whole moving in thing that we knew it was kind of too soon on paper this is way too soon absolutely um but it's also and i hate to have keep coming back to age and stuff on this but i mean we're both at the point in our life that we're either both we're either i'm going to die alone with many many cats well yeah we're either <laughs> it's irretrievably broken and this wouldn't work out whether we moved in together or not anyway um you know or just kind of dive into the fire and maybe that's the weirdest you know maybe that's just so crazy it'll work so that, that's kind of what I'm shooting for. You right can't now. marry someone you just met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least that's what Elsa says. Uh -huh. <laughs> and uh, wow, this woman's already starting to craft my TV viewing habits. Um, He's going to be a movie in. Oh, yeah, man. I'm loving He met that. the Ood last night, yes. and then the shithead called him Cthulhu. <laughs> they looked like. I almost hit him. Cthulhu I almost hit things. him. It's the Ood. <laughs> they were chemically and. And, and they're of, the Ood. They're aliens and tentacly, and, and that's Cthulhu too. But I was wrong. I, I thought it was going to be like big squiddy like thing in the tank, and it was a huge brain instead. So I sit corrected on that one. You're so thick. You're Mr. Thick, Thick, Thickety, Thick Face from Thick Town, Thickania. But you got, I mean, any science fiction nowadays, especially a, a science fiction show that has to keep coming up with shit every week, is always going to borrow from the best. If you're smart, you borrow from the best. So, I mean, you're always going to have... There's tons of... He said 42 in a fucking episode the other night. Of course he did. You know, because uh, Douglas Adams, you know. So, that's I love that shit, though. You know uh, me, I'm the fucking Easter egg guy. Like, anytime we're watching a Marvel show, I'm like, that's from this comic. And, and she has this look in her eyes like she wants to strangle me. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let me show you the cover on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. So I'm trusting my pocket protector. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go out and work on the car now to get over some of this nerd thing. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, so we were just, we were both reading about uh, Barris, the guy that designed the... Uh, oh, you're going to date the show? Yeah. Yeah, the... Oh, fuck. We're all... <laughs> <laughs> they all know we're kind of in that generation. Today we mourn the loss of the man that created the Batmobile, Batmobile the and Monster, the Monster Car, Dragula there, and, and Kit. Yeah, 
Kit too? Oh yeah. Really? And uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Yes. Said. Yeah. The jalopy from Beverly yeah. Hillbillies. See, I'm. This is where she out nerds me, folks. It's amazing. She. It's a car thing. Yeah, it's a car thing. I didn't. You know, obviously, I love all those the Green Hornet too. And the Green Hornet um, car, yes, sir. Because you know that because I told you. I, that's true. <laughs> I'm admitting that right now. This woman out nerds me. I've said that many times, and that, that's awesome. Because you know, we learn. We learn. We the learn, next learn. thing I need to move here though is my toolkit. So. Yeah. Because i got to fix your car. <laughs> As if anyone knows, a cheap paving company. We need to... <laughs> yeah, my landlord. We currently have the worst driveway um, outside of the moon craters. Uh, and it's un untold damage to several vehicles. It's two divots and a hill. Yeah, and uh, beg the landlord to do something about it and so they came yesterday the, and painted the front porch yeah he's had minions over here all for weeks now and yeah we've gotten we've fixed our fucked up fence which will get fucked up again because the driveway is too narrow and um yeah painting so so my running theory is that this place will be sold out from under us fairly soon because i've been through this before where a do-nothing landlord comes in and does a whole bunch of cosmetic shit and then dumps the place and and you're an eviction notice. <laughs> so. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, but uh, ultimately... We'll get a place with a kitchen. Yeah, as she said, this this place is tiny, and uh, we will have to upgrade eventually, and once we can manage some kind of stable, you know, stable finances, you know, we'll figure out how to do that. Or she may drag me back up to my own hometown if, if she, you know, she gets me to fall in love with her enough. That's well, the house on the other side of the Ratnik is for sale. Take, yeah, you know, we all know this. Yeah, oh, for only three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars per freak. <laughs> you know, if we can get six hundred freaks together, three hundred <laughs> bucks a piece, and we can own the new two true freak stereo our studios together. And you can finance and, a roof um, over my head. That would be nice. Yeah, and your share of the profits will be about one thousand millionth of a fucking dollar. And you every can all year. come spend the night anytime you want. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> We just well, made ten gallons of chili. We it just made ten try. gallons of chili. Yes, we can I can you. cook. <laughs> That's it. We both see. I, I'm. I'm. I'm going to have to train myself to cook for more than one person and decide to eat something more I than need a to microwave stop meal for seven. Yeah, it's like, and even we bought brought a bucket of chili to Mr. Ratnick last night that I'm sure he'll be eating for like three days. And uh, yeah, yeah I, so. I need to. I when when I shop and and I pick stuff up, I'm thinking, okay, cooking for two. Yeah, so cooking for two. And, and part of this challenge, no is, longer is me, cooking for seven. Me shopping for stuff other than one person microwave meals. <laughs> like, oh, you didn't want to eat tonight, honey? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. There's a banana. <laughs> Share out my hormonal crap you. with me. You eat that you? crap. I'm oh, good. God, yeah, nasty, nasty stuff. So I'm very much looking forward to eating human food again. Yeah, my, my house previously, it was it was my husband until he passed, mm -hmm. and two of my children and their mates and the grandbaby, well, a three of my children and their mates and the grandbabies. So, yeah, I had a house full, so yeah. when I would cook, it was by the vat and by the yeah. gallon. And my grandmother was always like that, too, and because, you know, I had like three, like six, seven cousins and four or five aunts and uncles, you know, right around where she lived. We're all in the same area. So they would frequently, Sunday dinner type shit was always, you know, the family thing. And that so, was every night at my house. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of times at hers, too. So grandma always, you know, as I've said before, you never walked out of grandma's hungry and, you know, usually took about five pails of leftovers with you. So. 
So let's go. Very much, you know, I could just eat that chili forever. I'm just you probably will be. Because, yeah, no, yeah, I made, I made, yeah. Cheap, I, I didn't make good. exactly for seven, but I cooked at least for yeah, five. No, that was good stuff. So, so. I'm working on it. I'm working healthy. on it. Scale it back. I, a lot healthier than I usually eat, you know. I'd rather do, well, mom gave me several jars of her chili at one point, and I just ate that like five days in a row. I'd get on a binge for stuff like that. So, yeah. Use that crock pot all you want, honey. <laughs> well, every time I turn on the oven, the fire alarm goes off, so I'm yeah. kind of frightened. Mm-hmm. This place is so small. Yeah. I don't know how I... Apparently, fire alarms don't care about cigarettes, though, because I can smoke eight packs of cigarettes right underneath But the that. second I turn on the oven, it's yeah, going off. Yeah, you boil water, and it goes off, and it's fucked up. But Anywho. Um, well, back to my TV viewing habits. We watched what's these Disney shorts... Yesterday. Oh, I showed him Frozen Fever. Yeah, which was... Uh, Elsa sneezes and tiny, tiny snowman. Which made me definitely want to watch the Frozen proper now, because it's just... Uh, all these people at Pixar and Disney Animation are obviously, probably from my generation, into heavy, heavy drugs, because there's just some weird shit into some of these things. Princess Peach, who just turned two on Halloween, mm-hmm. was Elsa. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, oh my god, adorable. Yeah, she was adorable. Yeah. And she is a frozen junkie. Uh-huh. Well, and I've, I have watched it probably 8,536,000 well, times. I think... This week alone. <laughs> yeah, well, so Frozen Uncle Walt, you know, over the years per- perfected this subliminal message in all of them. Disney shit, apparently, because now they rule the world completely. Um, a little, like, no consoles for old men news. I'll give you a little preview here, but Mr. Gardner, uh, one of the King Freaks, uh, contacted me a few months ago and said he had just started playing uh, Disney Infinity, I think with his son Logan, and wanted to know if I wanted to do a show on, you know, no consoles on Disney Infinity. And luckily, my favorite gaming addiction place, Steam, just offered like a free-to-play version of it, so I just contacted Mr. Gardner. Yeah, I walked in to see you playing with Mickey Mouse. Yeah, and I almost yeah. turned around and walked back out again. <laughs> yeah, is it like a Mickey and Minnie that, Mouse I'll, I'll fucking be, Mario be, Kart racing? Yeah, you part do what of you gotta do. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so scary. There's some scary shit on my computer sometimes, and that's not even talking about the porn. Um, <laughs> uh. But yeah, so hopefully, uh, a little preview. Me and Mr. Gardner will be doing a no consoles for old men. And Mr. Bill will be, uh, Dr. Bill Stop be advertising your crap show oh, online. Come on, why not? <laughs> it's a cross-pollination. It's a yeah. networking synergy. I don't play We're all games. the same freaks. We're in big, happy freak family. Yes, we are. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so hopefully we'll be doing some, some Disney games on no consoles, probably after the new year, because we've got some stuff set up for, for November and for December. So. All right. Shameless plug over. Back to Scott and Sarah. Um, and I'll sneeze, maybe. But I'm done now, so, you know. <laughs> got stuck in my nose. Um, we watched um, some... Just uh, TV viewing habits are going to be interesting. We don't actually have real TV here yet. Um, as in, like, channels. We've got Netflix on the big screen, and, and she's got her tablet. She watches stuff on YouTube. And What's the prison? Wentworth, right? Wentworth. Which Prisoner, cell block H. Uh, it's uh, oh, the, that's the it's, yeah, the Australian the one. one, and yeah, which and is, sounds intriguing. She just got me into Orange Is the New Black, which they need to make a new fucking season of soon. Um, <laughs> and I, I watch her over here watching this old, you know, this 
older uh, Aussie 1980s women's prison. It was 1970-something. Yeah. It, ran, it ran for like 10 years. They showed two episodes a week. And it's awful. You know, she calls it her stories, and it is very much it like is. A, it's a soap, soap opera. opera. It actually and, uh, is. I don't really watch. I'll be over here gaming or reading while she's watching it usually, but I get sucked in because I'm hearing the plot. And so I'm like every now and then I'm like, oh, she's still getting busted out of prison because she's got amnesia and you'll be like nope she got her memory back and she's fucked and I'm like ah well sucks for her uh, but if you want to see the remake that's on Netflix it's called Wentworth yeah which uh, I just the acting is much better and the yeah. actors are much more attractive well yeah, as I said so far I haven't seen any instances of um, you know random prison women nudity like you get on Orange is the New 1978 there, you couldn't do that right right you well, can't do that on television which, which is, is a whole other show uh, it's all I'm but, saying just from a purely purient point of view and they, and why they I'm not rushing hinted. to start watching those and I'll stick with Orange is the New Black they, well Wentworth has <laughs> enough of those because the what's her one. name Rose the the new one on Orange is the New Black the, Ruby Rose Ruby Rose yeah she had nice little oh, assets Pat. to her mm-hmm <laughs> That's another show. It's my girl crush. I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. No, someone plays from my team, so you're out. Uh, yeah, I know, but I can still look. <laughs> and sometimes looking is half the battle. Um, <laughs> GI Joe. And look at how the room got quiet. Yeah. Well, there's only two Dead of us. Dead air. Dead air. Yeah, as Art Bell was talking about earlier. It's the name of his Halloween show because. Yeah. George Norrie took Ghost to Ghost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll be having a whole uh, like Art Bell paranormal radio show for you eventually too, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, since Mr. Art Bell is back on the air, or at least the internet air, well, he's on radio too. But yep. We'll talk about that at another time. Uh, more about the cohabitation thing. I, my mother really likes you. She's cool with this. She says she's cool with this at least. Uh, she probably thinks I'm nuts, but she's known that for forty six years. So I can. No big surprise there. Uh, she prefers when I'm nuts with a good woman, though. <laughs> so I think she thinks you're a good woman. Got her full, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. But you didn't my even plan have to. Succeed. You didn't even know. You don't have to try. That's my, my mom's like a dog with other people. You know, it's like you, you make sure that your dog likes the person you're going to be with. That's my mom is my... If my dog don't like you, you're you're, you're That's out. That's it, my yeah. litmus test. And my sister, too. If my sister doesn't like you, you must be the one. Because <laughs> she liked the last one. Didn't work. <laughs> oh, good. So it's, I go by that a lot, too. Uh, and the rest of the time, you just fucking wing it. Because nobody wrote a rule book for this shit. Uh, so we just wing it. And try to love each other. And all that good stuff. And have fun. That's what I plan to do. Make your life fun. I'll hold you to or, that. Or at least interesting. Oh, <laughs> as don't in say we live that. In, as in we live in interesting times. No, that's the worst curse ever. Yes, I know. <laughs> don't do not do that. No. no. Well, no. We, we both have our quote-unquote interesting aspects and, and experiences in life. And that always, man, this dating shit at this age is fucking rough. It's weird because everyone has baggage. Everyone. I don't care what you say, how enlightened you think you are. How much you think you put it away? Everyone has baggage that rears its ugly head every now and then. I have an airport caddy right. for Samsonite. Yeah, you just accumulate. <laughs> unless you know, unless you're like the fucking fairy tale, you marry your high school sweetheart, everything is fucking hunky dory like the Duggars. Oh, wait, maybe not. Um, all your life. Uh, oh, too soon? Yeah, no, never. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them and their monster son. Um,. 
you know, it, you're going to accumulate some heartbreaks and some triumphs and lots of other experiences in between. And you just kind of kind of figure out how to deal with that whole bowl of chili, to use a food analogy, which I love. Uh, yeah, and hope everyone gets a satisfying helping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Too much metaphor. Pardon me, I'm about to be sick. <laughs> Too much chili metaphor going on in this podcast. Yeah, no. Almost time to go. Yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anything here? Oh, here's where I open it up for big. Good. What do I do that annoys you so far? Oh yeah, we should do something like this. We should do like we're gonna do like a twenty questions. Or these no, days. we're not gonna go that far. You got one shot. One shot. <sighs> what have I done so far that annoys you? The constant. Trying to convince me that I shouldn't be with you kind of sucks because you're going to talk me into it one of these days. And like, if that's her end game, there's really a lot of easier ways to go about it. You just don't be here. <laughs> if, All right. If you're really trying to talk me into not wanting to be with you, you can just not be with me. That's <laughs> bigger. Give me the option. It's a lot simpler. There's the out. Yep. Yeah, no, we're adults here. We always have an out. You know, till, till you put that ring on my finger, woman. Uh, yeah, no. I can always get out. I ain't doing that again. You know, not unless you can afford my divorce. <laughs> I'm still wearing the rings from the last guy. Yeah. No, no hurry in that in this day and age. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, you know, we'll, we'll do one of those marry for convenience and legal necessity when we're 78 or something. I mean, that's, that's my goal at this point. <laughs> <laughs> when you can share my social security so you're not destitute? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got my own social security already. Why do I need yours? <laughs> Shit, if I never get divorced, I can take half my wife's. That's what she doesn't realize. That's a little tidbit I'm going to put in her mind one of these days. Oh, that's called Majeska's Formula. What's that, really? Yes, it's it is. There's for? actually a formula for that. It's... it's um, yeah, uh, it, it means that the amount of time that you were married, times whatever his your your mate's prospective retirement is, mm -hmm. means you are entitled to X amount of money from that. Yeah, and it's a whole legal rigmarole, and it's it's called Majeska's formula. Mm -hmm. And I know somebody that got fucked by uh -huh. it. Um, his wife, when they had decided that they were going to divorce, said that she wanted $1,300 and change, which was the amount of money that they needed to fix the furnace. Yeah. And then she got a lawyer that told her about this nifty little formula. Yeah, I and didn't she know. ended up taking $26,000 yeah. of his retirement and his pension. And yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I did go through a lawyer at first, shopping around for divorces a few years ago. And yeah, it was, although she apparently didn't know that term for it because she just kind of told it to me in plain English. So I think you should have become a lawyer, possibly. Um, I'm the queen that, of useless facts. To become a divorce lawyer is going to be very lucrative business, even more so than before because you got more people getting married. You know? um, but yeah, they, they, she told me, and I told her I didn't want, I ended up getting like a do it yourself divorce thing, and I, I just couldn't afford the fees and shit for it. But. I don't care. I don't want any. I don't want my wife's shit. But I may use it as a, a bargaining chip <laughs> to get her to buy the divorce one of these days. Cause she's gonna inherit a lot of fucking student loan debt too. If she doesn't cut ties with me. I don't want any of your debt. You're not I'm gonna, not responsible for you know? anything other than the point from 
Four days ago. No, nope, you won't. I told you that. I'm never burning anyone else like that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you will probably clip a good chunk of this out. <laughs> I don't know. Make but anyway. I, I'm optimistic. I haven't even allowed myself to feel much for anyone in quite a while. And uh, I'm betting you haven't either. Um, so if I don't tell you to run anymore, hmm. will you do me the honor? Oh, you were supposed to get the question. Throwing away the empty milk jug instead of leaving it in the fucking fridge, please. Yes, <laughs> so you can work on that. I've gotten rid of a few of them. <laughs> I open up the fridge. I'm going to the store. I see two milk jugs. Uh, I go, I don't need to buy milk. I come home, they're both folks, empty. I'm going to go back through the footage here, but I don't remember agreeing to a reciprocation of that question. <laughs> so, we'll be contacting so our legal team. You run <laughs> if you throw it away. Okay, that's simple enough. I can do okay. that. Absolutely. There we go. Now we're at, now our relationship is solid. Woohoo! Woo that and would you please feed the sock? It's growling at me again. Yeah, well, we need to start just. I need to find more socks. It's not bad enough. My dryer used to eat my socks. Now I can't. Now my house is eating my socks. No, it's over there. I just saw it skitter. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> need more weapons here. <laughs> All right, folks, um, we'll be back with more stuff. We're going to talk about uh, Star Trek soon. Uh, we, we did end up watching first time we approached the uh, the Enterprise series, which is on Netflix right now. And I hadn't, I think I'd watched the pilot when oh, it first came out. Oh, the beefcake in that is amazing. Yeah, and I, I missed that? I would just want to go on record. We're going to do a whole Star Trek episode. But Nobody in the future is unattractive. But what the fuck? Yeah, that's one thing. But there was just this one. It was a great show all the way through up till this one point where it just got silly and is like, we need a sex scene here, but we can't really have these people have sex yet. And so it was, what, T'Pol, the very attractive Vulcan. and nipply um, female Vulcan um, science And then Captain officer. Beefcake, and yes. And Captain Beefcake. Who apparently got infected by is. some microbe and yeah. had to rub see, each other down with See, this tube. is why you knew everyone's names on the original series. So they're snarking at each at other at and they're touching it and, and it's like, yeah, it was, it was nauseating. The camera angle, it was just the most, probably the most gratuitous thing I've ever seen on network TV or non-network he's, he's TV. He's rubbing this stuff on her back. He's got three fingers down the back of her underwear. I'm like, really? Yeah. Oh, and, come on. And they're just having this simple expositionary conversation that could have been had in the turbo lift, you know? <laughs> it's like, no, we needed it in the decon shower. So, and just, yeah, it was clearly cold in there on uh, Commander T'Pol there. And, you know, yeah, we, we got they to see, turned up the refrigeration yeah, on her. Yeah, we got to see this Six packs galore on and Commander Beefcake and yeah, good eye candy on both ends. Definitely, that was equal. <laughs> that's the beauty of the twenty third century, folks, or twenty second at this point. Um, you know, but I, I, I equality you know, I for gratuitous exploitation of people's when bodies. They, <laughs> when they first showed the Enterprise and it's NX one. Yeah, yeah, she almost lost it, man. <laughs> like, no, that's, no, oh, that's it's not right. it. It's MC. I'm like, it's the first one they haven't got to the NCs yet. Relax, honey. Now, I found that a little weird too. What? <laughs> that I, that I no, no, the the, the, the designation number on that. But I mean, I, you know, I don't really know how Starfleet works that well. I had avoided the show originally when it came out for whatever reason. But I think we're going to keep watching it because it's an intriguing concept. 
<laughs> and hey, spaceship battles, so fucking a, and intergalactic beefcake. I you know, I've never gotten a boner for a Vulcan before. First time for me, so <laughs> it's totally illogical. You know, not even my species, but you head uh, off to your bunk. I'll wait. Yeah, well. It's, <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, this has gone downhill fast. Always. Uh, so, yeah, we'll end it. But um, here we are. Scott and Sarah's show is, like, full-time, technically, now. Uh, and you'll be the, the sad recipients of that if you want to keep listening. I'm so Thanks. sorry. <laughs> In our next episode, I'll be killing him with a pillow. <laughs> yeah, it's a possibility. We'll try to get all the good fights on, on, on audio for you, too. Uh, or at least the interesting ones beauty of editing man i can you know show you as much as i want or as he tells me i have to trust the producer i think he lies no i just i said not necessarily trust but you just have to you have to let it go elsa (laughs) (laughs) let it go and let you know let me produce what i will because everyone that's listening to stuff like this just knows we're a bunch of silly fucks with a microphone who like to talk a lot so and if, if they enjoy listening to it, then they're clearly as damaged as we are. Actually, so. my daughter my my daughter admitted to one of her friends. We, we were talking about Walking Dead and whether or not Glenn made it underneath that dumpster. Yeah. And, you know, spoilers. And, uh, and she walks in and she goes, yeah, this is my mom. She's the big geek. And she does a podcast. Yeah, good. I'm like, oh, you admitted in public. No, but I man. think she since killed that friend. So it's over. Okay. But no, you know, I think that's this this is a popular medium now, man. This is like, you know, the new radio. Since it's, you won't let me work in actual radio. You, so. I didn't say I wouldn't let you. I just warned you against it. <laughs> okay, at first I did. I'm like, you said you would you leave. You work in terrestrial radio and I'll fucking leave you. Uh, yeah, I did say it because, I don't know. Is it, I rethought it. You could go work in it if you want. I just I think you're going to be... I have the face for radio, so you know it's it's yeah, all I it's really need. Irrelevant. It's just I I just don't want your heart broken like mine ended up getting. You know, I loved radio. I fucking adored being in radio, but it is not conducive to keeping your soul intact for one. You think working at the Overlook <laughs> is? Well, okay, you know we're talking supernatural stuff, though. I mean, as opposed to evil humans. Evil humans have always scared me worse than demons and ghosts. Because <laughs> there's more of them, generally. <laughs> and there's a fuck a lot of them in radio. <laughs> Our friend Scott Rifen accepted, of course. Love you, Scott. Um, <laughs> Not you, Candy. Love yeah, you. Or you, Candy, yes. Although she's been in it long enough to admit that it's evil, too. She just can't because she's still... She knows it's evil. <laughs> So anyway, uh, looks like this is the uh, wrap-up of Mindless Dribble. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, thank you for one. listening. Some upcoming topics. Uh, we'd love to hear your ideas. Please some, email us. Somebody, I'm anything. I need some validation. Yeah, very needy here. Or at least we have a Facebook page, too. Um, so definitely email us. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us to shut up. Whatever you want. You know, send us nude pictures. We don't care. Uh, hey. <laughs> you or me. I don't care. There's, you know. More men listen to this shit than women, so you're probably going to be the, the, the happy recipient of more dick pics than I will of tit pics. Now I'm frightened. <laughs> be afraid. Be very afraid. Teacher of freaks. Bad enough that I saw Mr. Ratnick's toe. 
Yes, that was he, he. He's sharing far too much of his body on Facebook lately, and we've got to make him stop. At least he didn't take his pants off to show his knee. That's true. Yeah, which I hear is much worse. He's he's a wreck, folks. So pray for us all. <laughs> Anywho, Scott and Sarah, out. Talk to you later. Bye bye. You have been listening to Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah. Please return your brains to their original upright position and exit to the left of the podcast. If you'd like to keep us talking, throw us a topic suggestion or just say hi at mindlessdribble at yahoo.com. Oh, give me a home where the buffalo Mindless Dribble with Scott and Sarah is produced by Scott McGregor and Sarah Tonin and is part of the Two True Freaks podcasting network. Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes made of ticky-tacky little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes all the same. No animals, children, or little old ladies were harmed in the production of this podcast. However, male co-hosts are subject to mild violence and excessive snarky criticism. Bye-bye. If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled... T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com 2TrueFreaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. You can find 2TrueFreaks on Facebook. Just search for 2TrueFreaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan, on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this. What is this crap coming out of my speakers?